Welcome back, South Carolina. I'm your host, Brandon Peak, and this is Podcast 1854. Welcome back, South Carolina. Today, we are joined by Michael Reed, who is the publisher of the Standard Newspaper here in South Carolina. Michael, how you doing, sir? I'm doing fantastic. It's good. It's, it's glad to, uh, I'm glad you was able to, to come by and we had a, a pretty good event for Ellen uh, over the weekend, and uh, yeah, so that's when we was able to get this lined up and scheduled. So I'm glad we were both able to to fit it in our schedules. And so, if you don't mind, would you uh, tell everyone like you know about about the standard? I know we we've met several times here and there, and you know we've had conversations on and off the internet. And uh, so yeah, but last year, what was that? Yeah, that was last year. Wasn't it with, with the rally, or was that was the beginning of this year, with the Trump rally? Oh yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, twenty twenty one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's when we sat there and you was going around, and you know it was a cold, chilly, you know just. Oh, you talk about in Florence? In that Florence, was this year. That was this year. This yes, year, sir. March. yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, it was it was it was a pretty it was an amazing turnout, but man, the weather had us on lockdown. It was a little chilly. Yes, sir. But I noticed that you you had a paper, and I still have it, and the headline of that paper was Trump wins. Right. You know, so uh, and as a matter of fact, you well you have a copy here today, and so whenever there it is, yeah. So you guys see that, and but whenever you was getting started, and uh, would you mind? Like just going through and giving us a little backstory on you know how the standard and and Michael Reed you know how, how did that come together? Well, it's it's the standard itself started started in 2018. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it the beginning of the standard goes back to 1991. Yeah, 1991. I was I had double pneumonia. Oh. Okay. Wow. I had been a uh, a local missionary mm-hmm. in my church, and I was walking in in neighborhoods, knocking on doors, and talking to people about uh, Jesus, inviting them to come to my church, asking if I could pray for them, and this kind of thing. Yes, sir. And as I f- went along and knocked on doors and talked to people, I found out there was, there was a lot of people who didn't know anything about what was going on in their neighborhood. Uh. They were very, very ignorant. And this particular neighborhood that I was walking in, yeah. there had been a, there was a triple X-rated bookstore that just opened up to the entrance of their of their subdivision. And as I was talking along, from t- I, I asked people, I said, you know what's going on here and this kind of thing, and uh, nobody knew about it. It's at the entrance to their neighborhood. That was kind of that's kind of. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, right. And so I started thinking about this thing, and I said, you know, I said, why don't people know? Well, what happened was not long after that, I was in, I was in a sales business, and so not long after that, I uh, I got sick and I got wound up with double pneumonia, mm. and uh, I was in bed for three months. Wow. And the whole time I was in bed, I was thinking. Not only do I want to get well, but when I get out, what do I need to do here? That's right. You know, because I was in sales, and uh, you can't be in sales and keep that job long and no, not be able so to work for I was months. about to say, yeah, not, not being able, that that has to be a burden. Yep, but 
I said, you know, I started thinking. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna publish a newspaper. I'd already been putting out a uh, eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper, going to the, cutting out articles and going to the copy shop and copying them and passing them out, kind of like primitive, primitive newspaper stuff. And so, uh, I just kind of took that idea a step further. I'd never published a newspaper. I'd never worked on a newspaper, but I said, this is what I want to do. And so... This all come to you as you was laying there, like, As I was recovering, laying there sick, yeah, recovering. With, with pneumonia. Yep. Okay. And so, there it was. I did that. Uh, I got well. And the first thing I know, I had already thought about people to talk to. I started calling around, talked to a printer. He said, well, there's a, there's a lady that, that can help with uh, some layout. And then I talked to a friend of mine who worked at a, uh, at a radio station. And yeah. he put me in touch with uh, a guy and I had handwritten things out that this guy just did everything but when you say handwritten are you talking about far as like just your stories I'm and things about like articles that and Artic- sto- okay, articles okay. and stories I had handwritten everything and he out. did the layout for he you he did everything okay and I thought I had no clue as to what this took yeah I was so, I was so green and so ignorant <laughs> this guy said oh yeah we can do it and I thought I figured an hour or so we're talking (laughs) this took several days oh wow yeah yeah for (laughs) for this to happen well i put the first one out and the guy says you know i'm glad to help you the first time but this is not what i do he said you know i could but from there i found a lady who helped me and from there i started printing and printed a newspaper every week okay that was back in from 91 that's what what got started Hmm. well I talk about things that are controversial, talk mm. about things that are not politically correct. Yes, and sir. Uh, I, I was boycotted back in the mid-90s, and I had uh, some folk who didn't like what I was saying. They mm. boycotted my advertisers and literally put me out of business. Was it because you was speaking the truth? Yes. So I, I was I was making people aware of what's going on in their community. Yeah. And uh, They didn't like that. They, they, wanted, they wanted to keep it undercover. They wanted, the, they wanted to keep the dark things in the dark. Mm. Okay? And we're talking... We're talking... Uh, it's not politically correct to even talk about now. You yeah. know, it was the the homosexual agenda. But a lot of things aren't, Michael, and that's the thing. You, you know, I'm not. I try not to be politically correct, right. to be honest, because yeah. now. Oh, I'm not. It, it's it's an, it's it's like an agenda, just like you said, yeah. and it's our job. Me as a a podcast personality, you as a newspaper owner publisher, it's our job to put the facts out there. And let the people decide, you know, but someone has to tell them. And you took that initiative when you saw this and you was like, you know what? No, y'all, y'all need to know this. And that's why it's important. And, and, and again, uh, I appreciate your work. That's, but that's, it's a very interesting story. So you said they, they literally, they, they shut you down. They literally shut me down. They went to my my advertisers and told them that if they didn't stop advertising, that they were going to withdraw their business from the businesses that were there and you know i did not even know this until i went to one of my advertisers because i had people dropping off and they say well we can't advertise and you know but one advertiser told me he said look he says let me pull you to the side here and and let me tell you what's happening he says you're being you're being boycotted he says they came to me and said they're going to pull all of their their business from me if I don't stop advertising with you and now I didn't know it at that time I was 
I was just an ignorant guy trying to do a do a mission work. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've since found out that's that's a federal antitrust problem. Mm. You know, that's against the law. That's right. Can't do that. That's right. It's almost like it's almost like black. Well, it is a form of blackmail. Yeah. I mean, you know, because they're saying, "Hey, you got this. We want that gone. And if you want to keep making money off our product, then you will get." Quid pro quo. That's it. There you go. That's it. Well, anyway, he told me about it. He he kept on advertising with me, uh, but eventually they pulled all their business away, and, you know, it all affected what I was doing. So I literally went out of business uh, mm. because of it. But fast forward to 28, that was in, like, 1997. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2018, I've got in the back of my mind, you know, the whole time, you know, and I worked. I worked on uh, other newspapers yeah. from people with people that I knew, and and did various things, newsletters or whatever have you, to get the message out. And in 2018, I'd been thinking all of these years. Said somebody needs to put out a newspaper to make people aware mm-hmm. of what is actually going on around them, because people are out here every day. They see things, but they only see the front cover. They only see the outside of the house. They don't get inside the house to see. Very good analogy. You know, you know, you can drive by any neighborhood. You can see the front of the house. Oh, it looks pretty. Yeah. Uh, nice door, nice windows, nice cars in the, gra- in the driveway. But what's actually going on inside of the house? There you, you don't go. know. That's like the headlines I've seen so many times. The murderer that lived next door. Yep. You know, think about that because you never know what's going on. No, you don't. Well, that's what's going on in our society today. We see all these these things, these headlines. We we hear things. This is going on. We see the news. This is going on. But what's actually going on behind the scene? That's what I try to make people aware of is what's actually taking place that's affecting you and me mm-hmm. and everybody else in our community. That's right. Because our, our local community is where it's at. Oh, for sure. You know? Yep. We, oftentimes, we get distracted by the big headlines. Oh, this is D.C., or this is happening over in, in uh, you know, uh, Europe or whatever. That ain't the story. The mm-hmm. story is what's happening right in your local community. That's exactly Wherever that right. is. And what, how's, it, how's it happening? What's going on with your judicial system? What's going on with your legal system? What's going on with your political system? What's going on with all these different things, banking, whatever? Mm-hmm. What's happening there? And so when you fi- start finding out information there, hey, it's not all pretty. Sometimes we've got corruption, so you have to expose that. You really do. Sometimes you've got immoralities taking place that are, don't affect any of those institutions, but there are immoralities taking place in your community that affect everything, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, that's one of the things that got me shut down in the, in the 90s. Mm. But they affect you, and they affect legislation because now people start talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then when that happens, then everybody's affected. That's right. You know, so that's how I got started. Uh, was in 2018. I said somebody needs to do it. You know, and I, I just kept saying that. And, it, and I said, well, I'm somebody. Yeah, I can do it. I know how to do it. I just have to get the money for it, raise so, the money, and go. So from so from some let's just say the mid 90s until 2018. You didn't, like, once they shut you down, you work for the other companies, like you said, or other people doing things here and there, with, but still in the same industry? Same industry. I worked with uh, some people that I knew. They had some small newspapers. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any, you know, most small businesses, they got little little money to work with. That's right. You know, 
and I, I've got a mission, mm-hmm. you know, so the money's not that important unless you just got to have money. Yeah. You know, you got to have a certain amount of money to survive. To survive, yeah, you, yeah, there, 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 there's a limit that you you've yeah. got to have if that's what you're gonna do and that's your calling yeah. but you still have to you have to put food in your stomach you have to have a roof over your head you have to have water lights yeah. you know you got to take care of your family exactly and this kind of right. thing you have you know if you got a family you got people looking to you yeah to make sure that you provide for them mm-hmm. so when i had a wife now in the in the in the, in the 2018 i've got a wife kids and all this kind of stuff looking to me you know so i've got to make i've got to have money now that's right Say so I can't I can't live in a corner in a shoebox, like I like I may have been able to do a long time ago. Yes, sir. Which, which I wasn't at that time. But um, but anyway, so I started it with the idea of I'm going to inform people about what's going on. We'll get into as deep as we can to inform people out here so they understand that there's issues that we need to address and make them aware of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I say, this Trump wins is one of them that we talked about, you know. That's right. Because we examine the election and say, hey, look, you know, there's voting irregularities all across the country. There were, yeah. Uh, and a lot of people were talking about it, and it was exposed. One of the things I did uh, last year, went down to the border, you know. We're reading, seeing the reports coming from uh, the the big news people. Mm-hmm. And I want to see firsthand. So I went down. You went down to our southern border? I went down to the southern border wow. of McAllen, Texas, and spent a week down there. Mm. Let me tell you, it's it looked bad then. It looks 100 times worse now. Yes. I went down there at that time, and there were people in McAllen who were scared to talk to you because of what the repercussions might be. They thought that the gangs— And that's from our government or from the cartel? Of the cartel. Yeah. Okay. The, I can see that. I the, can see that. There were cartels down there on the border, who controlled the border and the local community, and there were individuals in the community. I started talking to them, say, "Hey, I'd just like to find out a little bit." Yet I've got a newspaper, and they start looking around. Huh. You know, seeing like, who's paying attention. Seeing who's paying attention to this, and most of them said, "No, thank you. Um, have a good day." There was one lady I talked to. I mean, I'm literally talking. 100 feet from the Rio Grande River. And she says, yeah, I'll give you an interview. She says, uh, but not out here. She said, it'll have to be at my home. Oh, wow. And that's right down here. And I said, okay. She said, just meet me there. So I walked I walked 100 yards or so to her home, and by the time I got there, she changed her mind. She says, uh, no. And she didn't do the interview? She did not do the interview. I said, wait a minute. You just told me you you, you do an interview up here. She says, I changed my mind. She says, it's too dangerous. This is in America. Oh, wow. She said, it's too dangerous. She says, people are watching. Cartels are not kind to and people. And this is on talk. our United States of America soil. It, this is on American soil in McAllen, Texas. I'll tell you. And they're afraid of the cartel. In America. That that That's despicable. I would have never thought... I've only been around for 36 years, guys. You know, 36 years. Uh, not a long time, but long enough to know that that is just, that that's astonishing. I mean, I never would have thought that we would have gotten to a point where we are today. You know, I heard Biden make a comment 
about he was asked about you know the strength of the American dollar he didn't care about how our country was doing he's more worried about how the world is doing that's right you know so is he a globalist you know I mean is he a dictator well, well what is he I mean and then the fact that he's allowing and Kamala Harris who was put in charge of the border she's never been there because the the crews, camera crews, people, they're going to follow her. Biden, same thing. The crews, they're going to see firsthand. And it was during the Obama administration when those cages was built. They called them the Trump, Trump's cages and all mm-hmm. this and that. That That's a lie, guys. And do yep. your research on that because all you have to do is go back and you'll see which administration put those cages in. Mm-hmm. And it was the Obama administration. Right. No one said anything about it. And now Biden, fast forward it, eight years, you know, Biden is sitting there. There's people on top of people. There's kids getting molested, raped, the whole nine. And, you know, so whenever the sanctuary cities, they're proud to be sanctuary mm-hmm. cities, and they're so glad there's signs plastered everywhere. They get a couple of shipments of migrants, and all of a sudden New York City declares a state of emergency. It's just like, yeah. but hold on now. Your sanctuary city. This is what you represent, right? That's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. So it don't make no sense. But his his comment on the American dollar, I thought was just, I mean, first off, it should be American first. America, right. America first. I don't care what president. I don't care if you have a D in front of your name, an R in front of your name. I don't care about any of that because I said it the other week when I did an interview. I don't want any American president to fail. Right. If I didn't vote for him, I didn't vote for him. That does not mean I want him to fail at his job because we still live here. That's right. It's like a boat captain. You don't want the the captain of the, of the ship to sink the ship. Thank you. Whether you like him or not. That's right. It does has nothing to do with it. You know, you want to be able to survive. That's what we want our country to do. We want our country to survive. Yeah. And that's why I do what I do. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I I publish a newspaper. Not to destroy our country, not to down our country, but to recognize the issues that we've, we're confronting mm-hmm. so we can do something about it. You know, you know, just because uh, if you're at home, just because you've got you spill some some chocolate milk over here and it got on your chair and it's soaking into the fabric. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that I hate the chair. That means, hey, I'm pointing out a problem that needs to be corrected. There you go. You know. We want to take care of these things. Yeah. That's what we've got to do in this country. We know we got spiritual and moral problems in this country. We got judicial problems in this country. We got financial problems, economic problems in this country, mm-hmm. and we see those. And if we don't address them, if we don't take care of them, or if we're oblivious to them, we can't do anything. Yeah, you're right. You know, and we'll continue to decline. I think we have way too many, way too many followers than we have leaders. Oh, absolutely. You know, have got very few leaders. You could love Trump or hate Trump, but mm-hmm. one of the things I admired about Trump was that he was like he was a fatherly type figure. He was old school. Mm-hmm. He just told you. He talked like a man. He did. He did. Most. He didn't care about feelings. Most men today don't talk like men mm-hmm. of yesteryear. Okay, they they are afraid 
of speaking out and telling you what they actually think because they're afraid of what you might think yeah. or say. Hey, that's not being a man. Yeah. Step up and be a man. I'm sorry if your feelings get in the way. You'll have to deal with you'll it. You'll deal with that I'll, personally. I'll have that's to. Right. I'll have to tell you what's on my mind. Yep. If you like it, great. If you don't, great. Deal with it. Yeah, that's I it. agree with that 100%. I was telling someone, it's funny you say that. I told someone at um, the event at the Freedom Rally for Ellen Sunday. And they're running for office, and, you know, I won't, I won't name them. And, 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 but I sat there, and I told them, I was like, look, because they asked, they asked for, uh, you know, a bit of advice, and I gave it to them. And I said, look, the best advice that I could give you is to speak what is in here. Mm-hmm. Say what's in here. You know, don't worry about who's going to get mad, who likes you, who don't like you. I said, because there's only one person. When you look in the mirror and you see your reflection looking back, first off, you can't lie to that person. All right. You can't cheat that person. Mm-hmm. All right? So as long as that person looking back at you is happy and comfortable and believes in themselves, Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. That's right. That's all that matters. So be you and don't worry about who likes it and who doesn't because if you are authentic and just honest and real as a person, people will see that. People love authenticity. Oh, they sure. love someone that's going to be authentic. They're, they're, they're going to be themselves. They're going to be factual. You know, they're going to be just a genuine person. Fake it's like no so one minute we can say this in a closed door setting we can have these conversations but yet when we get out in public where it needs to be heard it's crickets Mm -hmm. you can't do that if you can say it in a closed door meeting or in a room of comfort as i call it so i call you know little our, our county meetings monthly meetings i call them rooms of comfort because a lot of times people will speak up in those meetings but when we're out in the street it's crickets and it's just like no yep. no we have to keep that same energy you cannot don't be afraid because again i'm gonna go back to that statement at the end of the day the only person that matters is the one that looks back at you in the mirror yeah that's it yeah in today's world we need people who will speak straightforwardly yeah people who will speak frankly and say what's on their heart what they think don't pull any punches. It's too late. It's too late to be playing games in this country. Amen. We're Amen. Ab- we're about to tank if we don't get some things turned around. And for I know sure. there's a lot of people working to to turn things around. I'm working for it. You're working for it. Yes, sir. We're trying to uh, inform people so they can do things, and other people are putting their hands on things. But you got to speak like a man. Mm-hmm. Speak up. Speak to be heard. Can't worry about what your feelings are. Exactly right. You'll have to deal with that. I'm going to tell you what the facts are, what the truth is. Yep. And, hey, the truth makes free. Yeah. Okay? The truth makes free, and that's what we've got to have more of. And, you know, unfortunately, we don't have enough of it. I try to tell the truth as I understand it and know it and find out about the what's going on in my newspaper. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, now, was that your first... Was that was that what, what was your first article, your first front page headline when you went back in? Do you remember that? Well, in 2018. Yes, sir. Yes, oh sir. gosh, I can't remember right off. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, one of them was, uh, one of them was uh, a tax issue over in Lexington County, mm-hmm. and I had a bunch of people call me about. They had Mayor Vermo call me about that and say, "Hey, can you get me 
share some of those details where you got some of that information? I said, sure, we're glad to. Mm. And uh, he uh, he appreciated that. It's right there, and, and it was right there. And got it from the state house information. Okay. You know, so I try to make sure that I. I always have at least two sources to back up what I'm saying. There you go. And uh, if I find if I do that, uh, I'm usually pretty safe. Yeah. But uh, uh, that's what we're trying to do, mm-hmm. you know, and try to put it out right now and make it aware. We've got a website. Do the same thing there. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I'm not a big digital person, so I, I've got a webmaster who helps me with that, and mm-hmm. we just get articles up and all that. So. And so, how do you release? How do you release? Or like, is it once a week, every other week, or well, I mean, every, every few days? How we, how do you release? We started once a month. Okay, I'm down. I'm actually doing about once a quarter now. Okay, uh, it takes money to make this work. It does, and a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't understand this. Uh, the newspaper is a highly labor-intensive uh, operation, mm-hmm. and publishing and printing costs have tripled in one year. Mm. They have tripled since last summer for a variety of reasons. Wow. Uh, inflation, uh, co- uh, supply line, you know, chain and this kind of thing. Uh, those cost of goods have gone up, and it's very difficult now. I've got, I've got to have people contribute, you know. You do. Uh, I've got to have advertisers. got to have people who will say, hey, this is something we're not getting anywhere. Nothing, not everything is free. People think a lot of stuff is free. That's and a lot of the stuff that is free is coming from a control source. Oh, hey, for sure, because it's got the it, the bills have to be paid from somewhere. That's Somebody right. has to pay them, and that's just like this podcast. You know, all the equipment that we just bought, you know, renovating everything um, from the cameras to the lenses to to the to the interfaces, mics, the whole nine yards. You know, um, I mean, it's and and then we distribute this out for free. But we do ask for support, and we do ask, you know, for contributions or subscribers. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can go from, you know, you can go all the way down to like two ninety nine, nine ninety nine, whatever. Or you could just say, here, here's here's a donation. But yeah. we do encourage that because it does take, it does take money to to make this happen. And we turn around and we invest that straight back into. The production side of things right. you know because of help we were able to upgrade the interface software because our old one gave us 30 minutes at a time mm. that's it so you can record for 30 minutes then you had to stop and then you had to start over again mm-hmm. and then you had to find a software that would allow you to upload all the recordings and some of them i've had with state senators it would be, you know, four and five 30-minute recordings. And mm-hmm. I would have to upload them into an interface just like you was doing a song for an album. There might be 250 takes just to make that one three-and-a-half-minute song, right. you know. So you have to seam all that together and make it sound like it never cut off. Right. And so now we have an interface to where if you and I wanted to talk for – 400 hours 500 hours non-stop doesn't matter we could do that if i wanted to you know have a ha- have a band come in and, and record non-stop it, it we have that and that was because of of the you know strong supporters we have so thank you guys for that but uh yeah it does it does take money you know and we do we we put in the time we put in the research we put in the effort and so yeah we it, it does you know we need we need the contributors for yeah. sure 
And, and you know, I, I need the contributors. I need the help. I mm-hmm. need the advertisers. Uh, and I hate to say, but my time is short here with you today mm-hmm. because I've got to go talk to somebody about money. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, if people would would uh, go to my website, you know, uh, thestandardsc.org, mm-hmm. uh, they'll find out what we're doing. They can contribute there. They can even get a copy of this newspaper there. Yeah. And that's the standard. That's so, the standard. And what I'll do is I'll make sure that I take, because I, I have the email, I have the address and all that, the P.O. box, and um, I'll sit there and I'll post a link on the description here for the podcast so when everyone sees it and it goes out through Apple, Google, you know, Rumble, Amazon, all the major hitters, you know, we're now we're now streaming on all those platforms. And so... Um, yeah, it, it'd be through everywhere. Matter of fact, Apple Podcast is one of our biggest, you know, our biggest, uh, wh- where we have the most listeners at, is comes from comes from Apple Podcasts. And so, uh, yeah, we'll put all that on there so they'll know how to, to get in touch with you, any questions and all that. And, uh, yeah, and I, I know, like I say, um, we had a quick, you know, conversation when you came in, and today's been, you know, um, you know busy for both of us and and i'm glad we was able to to shoot this quick episode and uh you know i'd love to have you back whenever we could really dive deep into things and and you know from the economy the politics the the whole nine yards everything and 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 we get it out there for the people and so because i know it ain't too much longer um and you have to head out to your next uh your your next meeting yeah so if you would uh would you let all of our all of our followers and and subscribers know just how you know um again where where can they get you anything you want to leave them with about your paper you, you know when to look for it where can they find it and all that okay uh well it's the standard it says right here you you can find it in columbia south carolina you can find it at uh, your your high traffic restaurants uh, like Lizard's Thicket or Zesto's and this kind of thing, and if you want to go to the website, it's the thestandardsc.org. If you want to contact me, it's thestandardsc at gmail.com. And yeah, you can if you need to call, want to call, it's eight zero three eight one six zero 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 three, and that'll get you to the office. And uh, you know, we've got a, a contribution page on our website. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants to, to make a donation, uh, or they can send one to our post office box. It's the standard uh, post office box one two three five four, Columbia, South Carolina two nine two one one. Okay, that'll get you straight there. Uh, hey, uh, it makes all of it, all of the things that we do and all the things that you do, all of us working together, makes it work. Yeah, and, but it's got. We've got to have friends who will help us carry the load. Exactly right. So, anyway, I appreciate you taking time to uh, have me on today. Yes, Uh, I I enjoyed it. And like I say, I look forward to to, to many more, especially when we can actually have, you know, a good while to go over it. Yeah. um, all right, guys. So what I'm going to do is again that was that was Mr. Michael Reed uh, with the Standard newspaper, and so. I'm going to post everything that he just gave you. There will be a link. You'll be able to go straight to it. Um, And, again, if you see the standard, pick one up because if you want something that is unbiased, that is, you know, unfiltered, 
by the 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 standard is where it's at. You know, there's 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 nothing there uh, but the facts, but the truth. And again, uh, I, I highly recommend you know you supporting the standard. It's it, it's a great paper, and you know I have one down here as you can see, the crisis at the border there. And so uh, he puts out a lot of great stuff. And and again, we'll post those links and everything to where you can find him, check his website out, and go from there. And uh, again, Michael Reed with the standard. And so, uh, yeah, I hope you guys are having a great Tuesday. I know we woke up kind of chilly here in South Carolina this morning, but uh, it's it's starting to warm up a little bit. But we will be at the fair the 22nd and the 23rd uh, representing the GOP. We'll be at the GOP booth. So if you guys are around, stop by and see us. We'd love to uh, talk to you, go live, do some interviews. But anyway, we hope you all have a great day and hug your babies, tell your family you love them. You heard it here first, South Carolina. I'm Brandon Peak. This episode was brought to you by Peaks Production. If you guys like what you hear, go ahead and hit that support button. You can make a small donation or you can set up to do monthly payments from $2.99 all the way to $9.99. The choice is up to you, but the support is greatly appreciated. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, like and share, and stay tuned for more.